Um, hello. Um, I'm going to take you um, a little bit back into my background over this um, over this broadcast, um, so you understand a bit more about me, where my poetry comes from, why I struggle indoors, why I've got CPTSD and not just PTSD. What I want from life, where I want to be. Um, yeah, I'm just going to really connect with you over the next few segments, uh, which will be added to this one. So, uh, yeah, I'll be going right away back into my childhood. Every traumatic event that led me to literally be a mess, and then how I've slowly found myself. Um, who's helped me along the way, who hasn't. Yeah, it's going to be an interesting broadcast about my life. Thank you. From as far back as I can remember, I was basically an unwanted child. That's how I felt. The beatings, the mental abuse, was literally just too much at the end of the day um, I ended up um, literally age 12 I think it was um, walking at 2 o'clock in the morning from Donington and Telford to Wellington and Telford knocking on um, the door of a their children's home and um, when they answered they just turned around and said I'm not going home and you can't make me um, eventually I got moved to West Road also in Wellington Telford a uh, child psychiatrist told me not to go home whatever I did do not go back the abuse was you know, start again. Sorry, this, 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 some of this is really difficult for me to talk about. My mum eventually turned up and what she said was, Alan, you have to come home. They're about to take my child benefit off me. Now, to me, even if she'd lied and said, Alan, we want you to come home, we miss you. I'd have felt better about it and just, you know, it's just, but just to say, Alan, you've got to come home, they're about to take money off us. It's, uh, to me, that's just uncomprehensible. I, I did go home um, and yeah, the beatings, the abuse, started again um, just you know I was more scared of my parents um, and the beatings than I was at the teachers at school um, who could be vicious in my day but um, yeah you know if ever I got detention I never went to it even if the teacher came to you know pick me up I'd just turn around and look at them and go you got no chance and walk away um, you know because if I got home and late 
and they found out uh, you know, I had detention, then I knew there'd be another beating coming. I remember the beatings like it was yesterday. I remember hating my mum and dad so much and wanting it to stop that I tried to poison them. I got weak of a um out the greenhouse and put it in the tea. The reason they didn't drink it was because it actually turned the tea green. Um I don't regret or um think it was bad. Um I was an 11-year-old child that needed things to stop and that is that was the only way at the time I could think of getting things to stop. Now, um, if you think about it really, things must be really, really bad for a child to want to poison his own parents. Um, and yeah, they were. Um, in the end, I um, walked out on the way to the shop one day and um, joined the travelling fun fair. I think I was aged um, 14. Um, Oh no, no, age 14, sorry, um, was the poem, 12 months alone, um, where somebody found me on the street, um, offered me a place to stay, and drug me up, and um, locked me away, held me captive, and basically rate me um yeah um enough of that i the poem is in my book um i think it's on air probably called alone um but um yeah i've, I've joined must joined traveling from about a year later or a year and a half age 15 nearly 16 i think and um, yeah, I enjoyed that lifestyle for a while. And so, um, things started getting better after that. Um, another segment will come soon. Thank you. I'm gonna jump a bit ahead now of um, my experience as a child. This one is um, especially difficult for me to talk about. There's a poem in my book, Love, Life and Legion, available on Amazon, called 12 Months Alone. Um, yeah, and it was a time that I did feel alone. I was, um, I'd run away from home 
for the beatings, the abuse I just could not take anymore. And um, somebody offered me a room. He worked for the council as a caretaker. And um, yeah, as a naive teen, a little bit scared on the street. I put my trust in this person um, every night I had really really horrible disturbing dreams um, in the morning I would try and talk about them and he would sit there and listen to me um, in those dreams I was being abused. I was young, I was probably about, about 14, maybe 15 years of age. Um, yeah, it's, um, I was unable to leave the place, the, the door locked from the outside. Um, so basically I was, I was held captive. Um, this went on for approximately about 12 months in a block of flats um, until one day I caught him making my coffee at night and putting um, the old-fashioned what we call tomazepam eggs in them he was piercing them with a needle and squeezing the liquid inside so obviously putting me to sleep so that he could abuse me. They weren't dreams. It was really happening. Um, but I was unconscious. Um, when I caught him doing this, um, I think it was really, honestly, the first time that I knocked somebody out with one punch. Um, I then, on another occasion, um, when I came across him, uh, he made comments, and um, yeah, I stamped. All over his, all over his head. Um, it's um, I totally lost control, um, and it was the first time I really, really wanted to kill somebody. Um, the reason for that being. Um, I found out on one of those nights that he had um, shared me with a friend of his and his friend was HIV positive. I went for a test. It was a very difficult time for me being basically a child still and thinking that 
especially back then, in the 80s, my life could be over. Um, but I had my test and um, it came up negative and it's, well, yeah, you can imagine how relieved I was. So, yeah, okay, I was extremely violent. I nearly killed this this um, disgusting individual, this, this, this pedo, basically. Um, Single-handedly, I, I, I could have ripped him apart. But my life was nearly over in my head. I, I had a disease that, well, I, I thought I might have um, contracted this disease off his friend, but that friend just was not treatable. It was a death sentence. And going through that at that age, knowing that somebody else has forced it, onto me and into me but yeah I've had a lot of hatred towards people as I've come through life um, a lot of lack of understanding but I think I can be forgiven for that don't you? thank you Anger. The feeling first starts in our boots, then through every muscle, as up our legs it shoots, and as our body tenses, shakes, and starts to quake, it's so intense we feel all our bones are about to break. The adrenaline courses through our veins as they carry it around our body to our brains. We get the high and our fists and toes are clenched. Our blood boils and so with sweat we are drenched. I've already decided not to run but to fight. Making me get to this point was not very bright. As a red mist encloses my brain, I can feel myself going totally insane. I look you straight in the eye, already in my mind I'm saying goodbye. My muscles punch, my shoulders hunch. My eyes are now covered by a cloud of red. Even before the second punch lands, it's over. Even before you hit the ground, you're dead.